and we are live. Hi guys, welcome to an episode of Nigerian Sports Round Podcast. I'm your host David and well, it's international break, still international break, it's about to come to an end obviously and um, on this Thursday morning, um, I think yesterday what reminded me of the fact that the Premier League is returning very soon was because um, I started seeing a lot of sports content on my Twitter feed and I was like, oh my god, here they are again to come ruin my weekend. <laughs> But, you know, despite the fact that there's been no football, no Premier League football, no sports-related football, um, still never a dull day at um, sports. Sports always find a way to make the news, and they have made the news um, in a very unusual style. I'm talking about Paratici's um, ban. It has been extended by um, FIFA, so it's all footballing activities now. So, you know, the floor released a statement yesterday. Um, I'm going to talk about that in today's episode. Um... Some more reports, some more news about the Antonio Conte sacking and all that, you know. And then players who probably had some issues with him. Anyways, that's um, that's the intro. Without further ado, let's have to this episode. So let's start with the hottest one at the moment, which is the Paratici ban, right? So um, around last year, late last year, there was a ban issued, right, by FIGC, which is like the Italian um, body that does a lot of what is I can't remember the full meaning of the But basically, Paratici came out. Paratici was on the receiving end of a ban. It's a month ban. So he's banned from holding any footballing activities because this was any football activity any football activities particularly it's holding any position anything or any football is banned in italy right so this means that and it, was, it wasn't just him it was the entire like a lot of persons in juventus juventus were docked 15 points i think at the time they were like second and after they got docked 15 points, they, they went down so it was a general commentary where Arsenal was, most people were wondering how were the players going to feel because i mean if you, you work so hard you won games you won 15 points that's basically five matches and you got you basically you <laughs> you got dog 15 points right for a lot of shady practices by their board so um this is a 30-month ban and across that 11 year stint practices 11 year stint at juventus so a lot of persons were thinking okay for moral reasons you know what sports are going to do repetitional reasons are sports going to stick with the guy are they going to sack him you know because this led to a lot of persons in the juventus board basically resigning and so Sports were like, okay, we're gonna stick with our guy. Okay, no problem. So a lot of persons did feel, eh, okay, let's look at it. Now, FIGC were trying to get FIFA to make the ban be extended beyond football. So in January, Sports made two signings. The signings were Dan Juma and Pedro Poro. Pedro Poro came from Portugal. Dan Juma came from Spain. So he wasn't. He was able to operate in UEFA. Wasn't able to operate in Italy, right? Wasn't able to make those signings, do those deals in Italy. Was banned from anything footballing, football related. So yesterday, or day before yesterday, I think it was on Tuesday. No, he had a, a video meeting on Tuesday, like an announcement, like a conversation, something like that, like an address to the fans, talking about plans and all that, right? After after the sacking of Antonio Conte. And then um, FIFA, after that interview, I think it was yesterday, Wednesday, um, FIFA came out with the, FIFA extended the ban to all food. So not just, not just Italy, but football in general, everywhere. Paratici is banned, basically, he can't do anything, he can't function. Now, a lot of fans are thinking, because Sports really released a statement that, oh, well, they're basically saying they're going to back the guy, basically. I mean, that's just a summary of it. They're going to stick with him, they're not going to fire him, because most persons didn't expect him to be fired. Now, he has 10 days to appeal, and Sports are like, okay, we're going to wait till those 10 days and then they appeal. This is my take on this thing. I'm wondering, 
what exactly is the is it is it is it that what exactly how exactly is he is it that valuable that sports are willing to risk their reputation to stand by him because this is of course now i'm all for you know everybody has a day in court he's been charged yes the ban is effective yes but he has 10 days to appeal and if that if you win if after 10 days and the appeal is overturned you know he, he gets to continue football related now most of the time these kind of overturns happen on technicalities maybe the lawyers look through the contracts maybe look through the style the way it was appealed all those kind of technicalities and a lot of times he gets thrown out like that and then we all won the appeal right it's not like it's won basically by saying oh i've proven innocent i'm not saying this high to be proven but a lot of times a lot of all these kind of things t- these are tends to turn out so i'm asking some questions right is he even okay what exactly stops sports from firing him? because as he stands he can't really operate right he can't really operate he's banned so even if apart from the reputational part you have to look at here let's look at the fact that you know he really can't really can't really do his job so as a result of this ban so what exactly is the reason why sports are sticking with the guy maybe there's okay fine we don't want to try a guy under the bus as his, in his toughest times another if i'm looking at okay the signings he has made right fine it's been fantastic with the signings let's be real a lot of it has been um Pedro Porro most recently, we've got Kulosevsky, we've got Benton, Corvo, Romero, right? So a lot of his signings have been good and have been, they've improved the team and he's done well in that department. But, you know, but he has also had some misses, right? So I'm wondering to myself, yes, hits, miss, whatever, but is it that valuable that sports are willing to risk their reputation, you know, to just back the guy? And that's just the question I really want to ask because, like, most of that teams will fire him long ago, like, okay, reputation, but... So stick with the guy does make me ask some ask some questions, some real, real important questions here. Like, you know, what exactly is the reason? And the funny thing was, even after on Tuesday, I think it was on Tuesday, I did that um, address to the fans. This was after the second event on your content. Sort of to explain the direction of the man, do the usual talk, right? Communicate with the fans, basically. Um, suppose like they were not aware of the ban and all that, they were not aware of anything. But I think we've, most of us really, a lot of fans ahead of, FIGC are attempting and trying to attempting to want to make the ban be extended beyond just Italy, right? So it's not like it's a new, it's a new thing. Maybe it's, they were like, okay, the news came out. Just, I don't think that they were not informed. I don't really think you should be informed about that. This I'm just, I don't know. I don't really think you should have been informed beforehand before FIFA issued that ban. It's like, okay, did they inform you? What else? I'm just gonna tell you straight up. I don't know, man. Because yesterday the the entire thing just didn't make sense to me that they were gonna keep him. It just didn't make any sense to me that he was gonna going to 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 stay. But again, we'll see how this thing progresses. After ten days, we'll see if they're gonna stick with the guy. If he wins, if he over, and listen, even if he appeals and is is overturned, you know the reputational damage of it. What does it do to the image of the club? <laughs> it's just what I want to ask. But you know. It's just it is what it is. Anyway, since um let's go to Conte, Antonio Conte, since the Conte got sacked, you know, I found quite surprised. I found quite surprised that a lot of players didn't really pull out tributes when Conte was leaving. Because I mean, when um this guy got sacked, what's his name? Jose got sacked. Despite the general opinion amongst a lot of football fans, amongst a lot of sports fans that the squad hated Jose and all. I mean, I see so fans, a lot of players actually say, okay, um. Jose, I think Kane made a post. I think Ben Davis, I think Dyer. I mean, players actually made posts, and you know, I think Son actually did also, right? So, a lot of players did make posts. Now, okay, um, good luck, even for Pochettino, also. So, I am wondering 
you know why wasn't that the case for Conte? You know, no, mostly hasn't really come out and speak because I think he was sacked was it on Monday, on Sunday. Sorry, I think 10 p.m. UK time, he was sacked around 10, close to 11 around that time. I was wondering because I remember very well. I fell, I fell asleep, woke up in the morning, and then I found, I found the news out that he has been sacked. I was like, okay, <laughs> so since then there was really nothing. So I just found it surprising that nobody has. But anyways, Conte did an, so, so what did I say, Conte? Sorry, Conte did an interview. Um, yeah, he did talk about continuing. He did talk about so maybe Son has talked about it, and then, you know, it was just surprising. But oh, as, in, in all of all this, the one that actually did surprise me the most was the news that Romero and Richarlison were about to give ultimatums. That okay, they actually wanted Conte out, right? So there was like a bust up. There was there were reports, and it was the Argentine journalist. I don't know if the Richarlison one, but I think of the Romero one. An Argentine journalist, I can't remember his name. I think it's Gaston something, but he's quite spot on with it. He's spot on with a lot of Argentine football related news. If you get what I'm saying, he did talk about you know about it, and there was also reports of Richarlison giving an ultimatum, you know, about wanting. So. I was, I'm quite surprised. Now, the Richarlison one should come as a surprise. I mean, Richarlison did that interview where he openly talked and he was very vocal about, you know, the Antonio Conte thing, about style of play, about style of play, about how he's playing, about his lack of game time. He was very vocal about that and he did make make that known. But I am just surprised Richard, about Romero's own because never really said anything, never really said much and, Con, and he always played under Conte, always played, he was playing every time, played well a lot of times, I mean did have some issues but if I look at it I'm wondering, you know, I'm trying to picture when, where and how and why, you know, he would maybe after, I think it was, was it after the game against AC Milan when he got sent off, can't remember but it is interesting to see but you know, if these two guys did I, I can understand if they were not really I can understand if they didn't make much post about trying to sell him but see a lot of fans say well they should be sold well listen there are certain players that you just can't that can get those certain things and some who just cannot now if this news came maybe it was somewhere like from um, Emerson for example and I remember say, okay yeah I don't know man it it, it just it just happens i think it's just up to both of them listen even if fans who are saying they should both be sold if you think about it most of the most of the football fans most of the fan base already didn't like conte first of all they're tired and then you know that so the style of play wasn't even helping out so even if you said okay fine you want to back conte over the play you want to side with conte over the players in this particular situation i want to ask to what end because you know again i have the if you check my first episode i always talked about Yes, Conte, Conte, I am Conte in, yes. But does Conte himself want to stay? His behavior, the way he acts, and, and even the reports that Pratici actually wanted to, was even insisting that Conte finishes the season. But it's one of those things you really sit down and wonder, you know, what, 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 what actually, what was the case, what exactly happened, and, you know, it's one of those things you really whenever hear a lot. Probably, they're probably NDAs probably saying, oh, don't say this, don't say this. So, the message probably whenever you hear, of, hear about completely. But very surprised. Before you hear about this when their careers are over, so it's it's probably I don't know, you probably never hear about it. The amazing is you probably never even hear about it eventually. That even happened back then, but you probably never hear about the players just keep the stories with them, maybe tell persons in close circles and then they just move on. So we'll see, but it still doesn't change the fact that sports will still need to to fix their problem. I'm coming to the solution the um talk about the managerial search. As you all know obviously, um Louis Enrique, um Pochettino Julian Negos, man, these are the names that have been linked with sports already. I mean, you all know this. The Luis Enrique one, 
um, I think he was he came. I think they asked him if he was manage the Premier League, and he did say yes. But he would like to see the project of the club, which sort of you know people will be like, well, I think that rules for out. And if if Pep is going to leave Man City, I think that probably prepares that position for Enrique to to just step slot in and do his thing. So it's it's um i think probably a year contract he signed or two years i can't remember how many years he signed two or so i think he signed an extension very recently so i remember how long that extension was or is so but we'll see how how far that goes but um it's interesting that he's saying most of the projects because if you think of the last four years because my real search again does tire me it does i mean um 2021 i remember how tiring and mentally draining it was as a fan to watch sports chase managers and then get close and then ruin the deal gets the deal falls through get close i mean how many times i think we were close game for fonseca at one point the deal was so close and then sports pulled out so it was just yeah it was just all over the place so i i do not want to look back at that again but it's one of the chances that it's going to look like that again but again we're back to square one right 20 i i always point back to 2017 summer when sports could have kicked on 2016-17 season, Spurs finished second behind um, Chelsea in the league. Um, the squad played great football, unbeaten at home. The stadium was about to be torn apart. So basically, Spurs were in that position. They've gone to that point. It's like you're going to the line. It's time to cross the line. And all Spurs had to do was just do a little bit more, just a little bit more push. Go into the summer, proper investments, make them make proper investments, build up the team, and then go for that title. But just nobody did anything. Everybody just folded their hands. And whenever, whenever I say this thing, people always say, "Well, um, they were building a stadium, and it wasn't going to cost a lot. Of, it was going to cost a lot of money." Well, I mean, if you check the the start, I think was it some years ago. So I don't know if that's, I don't know how worse it is now because it's very likely to be much worse now than it was. I think it was it 2021 or so. I checked, and Spurs had the owners of Spurs were the. Um, I think they put in the least amount of money alongside was it Mike Ashley at the time and they even put in those I think they even lost taking a lot out of it like so, so they've not really put in a lot but they're taking a lot out of the team so it was even on the negative side so they've taken more than they've put in at, according to what I read at the time so what about they themselves so putting in there was a story you've already brought about how sports could go on explode and they would not really have FFB knocking on their door so when I see comments like oh well they were building the stadium at the time. They couldn't really do investments. How on earth can you really convince convince me on that when you know there's that start out there that they're not really doing love And also, listen, the way the club was really restructured and the way the things were going at the time, there's a plan in place. Just Paul Mitchell in, who was going out there getting targets, and then he will come back tell the club club man. So if you look at the, the deals that Spurs missed out on, they could have done those deals. I'm talking 2016 Sadio Mane. That one, they, but they chose Musa Sissoko. In the end of the season, I mean, Sadimani was doing a training ground, he was doing ready everything, and they didn't pay the money. And then money went to Liverpool. So, are you telling me that Sports couldn't have signed money uh, to boost up the attack? Because I remember very well, a lot of the issues Sports had, and just in the season, was the bench. They had a problem with strikers, somebody coming off the bench, somebody who would play games alternatively. So, they ended up having to play some centrally. And maybe King, well, King was having a lot of those ankle injuries a lot. Son will go centrally, and then who will play on the left? That was where the issues came from sometimes. So you know, so a lot of times those were the issues with sports. Now, if you had somebody like Mane at the time, right? That was 2016. So sports had this issue of where the, the um, director of football, who was Paul Mitchell, would do the scouting, come back with names, and sports didn't go through with them. So 
I've never understood the logic when law of sources would say, well, there was no really, there was no law of money. So if you look back, Spurs have effectively wasted five to six years, or even seven years if you if you really look at five, I'll say five to six years, five to six years, sorry, not seven years, five to six years, by not kicking on in that 2017 summer, by just waiting. And guess what happened? Carl Walker left. Now imagine you go into that window and say, okay, fine. Why did we miss out on this title? Well, we need one more center back. We need one more center back. We need them. Um, Right, our fullback positions are, are set, right? We've got Walker and Trippier in right back. We've got Rose and Davies at left back. What where else do where, where else were we missing out on? Okay, yeah, centre back. I mean there was times where we would have to play some FA Cup matches and then you know somebody, okay, fine, get me one centre back. Where do we miss out sometimes? Okay, yeah, attack. There are games like maybe the game I remember the game against was it the game against West Brom, game against Sunderland also. Suppose lost one in at home to one in away to West Brom. Liverpool scoring the basically the last kick of the game, and then there was a goalless draw with Sunderland. So there were games that sports fell short where somebody from the bench would have changed, an attacking option would have changed. But there are games like that that sports fell short that the bench make them fell short. So I've always thought about okay, imagine sports say we're going to that summer, we're going to get somebody else in, we're going to get some more attackers to just buff up that attack. We want to, want to convince Walker to stay. Can Walker stay? We want to we want to challenge this summer. So we're going to go get. Go out in the window, out in the window. Go get some more players in, you know. Boost up the attack, boost up the defense, and then put one more body in midfield. Maybe one more creative midfielder or so, and then just give us that option to just be able to attack. Just just one more season. After that season, if it doesn't work out, you can leave. It was that simple, and they didn't do anything. And then they just folded their hands, didn't really do much that summer, and then you know, and lost Walker. And since then, they haven't replaced somebody. Since they finally brought in Poro, who I hope Poro. You know, continues in that in, in this form that he has started in, and then just remains at that level where he's a proper, proper, proper replacement. After after six years <laughs> for Kyle Walker, you know. But every time we always look back at that, imagine, and, and you know, a lot of fans would say, "Well, Poch wasn't doing what he had." Well, that's fine. A lot of people hold that opinion. I'm not against people who hold that opinion. I just personally believe that you know, sports could have could have done better you know to not have those what ifs and what ifs to not have those what ifs you know and should have would have could have you know you just erase those doubts completely you know i think sports should have done better to just really back but because sports wasn't really really backed sports were really quite lucky with the deals that they got for the very red and we were quite lucky with the fact that kane broke through daily ali ericsson you know, Dembele was already there. I mean, Wanyama was cheap, dirt cheap for Spurs, right? Then you also had um, at the very obviously already. I mean, Spurs already had a lot of persons who were there. Walker Rose that Spurs could work with. So they just didn't really have that much issue there. What were left? And I saw the net spend. It was so low. And Spurs family kept bragging about the net spend compared to that team. I'm like, I do not care about the net spend. Across the last two seasons, they've won the league. Well, okay, can they win the league now? Can I see them lift? You know, it was not for since you just got tired of hearing every time. But it is what it is. But the major search thing, again, this gives us a second chance. But this time, it's really going to be a lot more difficult because they're going to have to spend more than they did. They were quite lucky with the Vered. But, you know, to get somewhere like the Vered at the time for cheap, basically, it was like from Atletico Madrid, alone at for one season. From Atletico Madrid, he wasn't playing a lot and then comes in, becomes first choice and becomes the main guy, right? Imagine somebody like that right now would be a lot more difficult to get. But it's gettable. You know, if you if you have Romero already in that position, you have to get somebody who's a lot more calmer than Romero to be his partner in centre back. If they're gonna play with back three or a back two, and then um, you got Destin Doji coming in next season. You got Poro already there. I mean, some of the 
elements to make a great team is already 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 available in sports so you've got Kane, you've got now uh, obviously Kane or Son. I expect one of them to leave this summer. So you know what are you gonna do? Are you gonna go out there and get somebody else in? You know you're gonna get somebody else. You know you're gonna get somebody who's. It's just anyways, it doesn't matter whichever way you're gonna have to get somebody else in, right? You just Kulusevski there is Ben Tanko already there already. There's Besuma already. There are elements of a team that can be built depending on the manager. And I think whatever sports do, sports have to ensure that the manager they get in next has to be somebody who. Because even if you don't spend a lot, you have to think about okay, who can work best with what we have, and the position of a six is probably the most important one, right? Um, so Besuma, depending on whoever the attack, whoever the manager, because if you want managers to play attacking football, a certain kind of system in place, the six is like the most important position. If you look around all the teams that play that system, their six is very important to them, right? Uh, Man City, there was Fernandinho, and from Fernandinho, there was just now Rodri at Arsenal. Oh my god, I hate talking about those that scum. Um, it was, um, it's currently Partey, Thomas Partey, who's like the, their main guy, who probably their best player, right? At Liverpool, Fabinho, before he got finished, and then there was also Vinaldom, who could, you know, Vinaldom also, right? You could occasionally, occasionally press and act as a six in different situations, but Fabinho was it had a lot to do with that. Go to Barcelona, those Busquets, go to Real Madrid, Makelele at first with the Galacticos, Chelsea's Chelsea's um team also Makelele also, right? Um as Real Madrid also, right? There was that position. There was this guy also playing there. Um was it Javier? No, Kedira and Javier Alonso. I can't remember which of them was the six in that team, but one of the two of them I saw, but they had that team, right? So even at Bayern also, right? There was Lam was playing there sometimes, and then there was Kimmich, eventually Kimmich, who was now the sixth. So that position is very important. So you have to get a manager who's coming in and say, okay, what's your plan for the six? Who, who how important is this position? Can you work with the ones we have? Because I believe that is like the most difficult position to find. If you really want to be serious here, that's the most difficult position to find because the ones who are good, the ones who are already good, they are very expensive. And the ones who are already good, already play for a team who do not want to let them go who are, who are very key to that team so most of them play for the top stars already so even the ones that are, that are not very expensive that okay you can say this one is cheap well you know I suppose a team that since we know that sports are not a team that really like to spend spend that much then you have to be very logical here or can you work with the ones we have what can you do about Besuma what can you do about the ones what can you do about Hoybe you hear their plans and can you do that for me is more I think that's, that's the one they have to really look at ask those kind of questions you know this one that we have what can you do with one we have because i think a better position can be sorted out but you see that position of a six that particular one it's hard to really really get a proper one and that's one thing i think sports should really consider in their madras search because um i want attacking football is very important and that rule is very important so i'm hearing reports about negos man some talks about negos man actually is six the way he wants his six to operate and if you look at kimmich the way kimmich operates I think it was in Lima at Leipzig. I can't remember who the person was at Leipzig. So I don't really know if he can do that with Bissouma. I've not really compared the profile of Bissouma and um, Kimmich to know. But listen, it's not a guarantee that this guy is going to join. So, you know, I'm just being key, serious here. But just want to have to look at here and all that. Anyways, uh, speaking of projects, and also speaking of managers, and Pochettino is one of the managers. Pochettino has also been is linked by Real, with Real Madrid. As you all know, Ancelotti is likely going to be the Brazilian coach. 
So I wish I, I think I think it's time. I think Ancelotti is living at the right time. I really do. The vision is still high. If he stays one more season, it's very 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 likely who that he might get sacked and he might not get this kind of ovation. So leaving when the produce is still high, it's very important. So I think Ancelotti will be living at the right time. I think if they can try and secure one or two one silver where this is so he can just live on a high. It doesn't matter what happens. I I think it's Ancelotti is so it's very likely he's gonna leave. So he's living at the right time. Now they're looking for a replacement, obviously, and you know names like um, Pochettino has come up. Negosman also is linked with Real Madrid, so it's not like it's it's not Negosman is not in the bag he's not as a manager. So um, it's going to be a very interesting summer, and I would not be surprised if Negosman doesn't join sports. I would not be surprised if um, this guy doesn't join sports, um, Enrique or Poch doesn't join sports. So Real Madrid are also in the mix. They're looking for a manager, and would they go back to Zidane? If they go back to Zidane, then that's that favors Spurs because now they would that favor, I hope they, I hope they go back to Zidane personally. I really do. <laughs> I really do the whole But even if but well, speaking back on my point about the six, even about uh, the sixteen, but you have to ensure that the position for the six is gettable. Whoever negos whoever the manager wants is gettable and it's you have to be ready to spend that money on that person because that position is very important for any team that wants to play any kind of football. That attacking football, that style that a lot of football fans Corvettes they want that they want to see their their team play play like but you know that's that's just my 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 take on that and also um Chelsea could also be looking for a manager I say this because Potter now I'm not saying they will sack Potter but with Chelsea you just can't rule that out knowing their history now even though we've heard that Boli has even though we've heard from Chelsea's board and Chelsea's oh yeah we're gonna back stand with that guy we're gonna stand with um, Potter we've heard this multiple times from Chelsea but you just cannot rule out that fact that you know Chelsea could pull the plug if the opportunity arises. But we'll see how that goes. But that's my my take on all of that. Now, um, you may ask where is Levy in all of this? I, I from according to a tweet from Paul O'Keefe yesterday, he did say Levy is in is in Asia, so for business, which is <laughs> I mean not surprising. I mean I've seen sport as a business. I think most people have to see sport as a business first you know maybe the ownership i don't really think the owners are really interested in football that much i mean we've heard, a lot of sports have held this opinion for a long time so it's not like it's, it's surprising that being said you know it's an additional break everything is not nothing really going on anymore so it's understandable for levy to try and make this kind of movement so we'll see how that goes but i don't really have a lot to say to this episode um it's beautiful but it's a dry it's a really it's quite a dry dry week i mean traditional goals just some few stories to talk about and give my takes on but anyways, thanks for listening. Um, have a, um, thanks for listening. I'll see you next Monday and have a nice, nice day and nice weekend, rather. Take care.